that you doing on those stumps over there? Called crane technique. Does it work? If do right, no can defense. Could you teach me? Half of us learn stand, then learn fly. Nature ruled on your son, not mine. Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one indefensible minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And yes, our, our podcasts are very indefensible, especially when Mel is on. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Welcome back. Thanks! All right. <laughs> uh, are you I'm just like drinking, I'm- leaning up against... Are you drinking, I'm, leaning up against a truck or something like that? or uh... I'm suppressing my rage right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Comes out uh, as perceived happiness. Yeah. I'm just like, hi! <laughs> my <laughs> smile is right like now. forced right now. I'm, ah, I, I sound happy, but I'm really not. <laughs> this is Minute 81 of The Karate Kid. It begins with Daniel gawking and ends with racists balking. Uh, so, uh, we open with the last shot of Daniel watching Miyagi do the crane kick, and this quickly moves into the next scene with, uh, Miyagi and Daniel walking in from the beach. And I just remember this, this, this one moment of them walking in from the beach with Daniel with the, with the bandana on, the yellow towel wrapped around him. It, it just, I think that it must've been in, you know, several of the music videos and several of the trailers. Like, I just always see this as a, like a, not a really iconic moment, but just a moment I've seen in many of their promotions. Hmm. But there's nothing special about it. It's just burned in your memory for no apparent reason. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's a, they're, they're literally walking toward the camera <laughs> and it's, it's slowly revealing them as they're the, you know, they're breaking the horizon there. Do you, have any, uh, do you have any scents uh, associated with this memory, like the smell of movie popcorn or anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking of Peter Cetera's Glory of Love, but uh, that's not right because that's from part two. So I don't know what I'm thinking of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it was just on the DVD menu. <laughs> oh, maybe. Um. So, yeah, Daniel was looking very cold, uh, and he asked Miyagi what he was doing, and uh, we get a name for it, and it's called the crane technique. Hmm. Uh, and Daniel asks if it works, and Miyagi says it does. And then Miyagi lies to him. <laughs> <laughs> How does he lie? He Straight up lies to him and says it works. He says you can't, you can't possibly defend against it if you do it right. Exactly. <laughs> so you're gonna blame future exactly. failures on Daniel? Exactly. Why not? You've been talking <laughs> about his form the entire time, Matt. I, I think I think it was a fluke <laughs> that it even worked in the first place. Robin, it's just a kick. It's just a normal kick. <laughs> you can <But> defense. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love it. I love that it's like Obviously, it's not correct in real life or the sequel. Like that, no, it can't be defended against. But and I, like I've talked time and time again, we'll get to it in Karate Kid Part Two. Like that was mind blowing when Chosen blocked the crane kick. But then I think Miyagi's saying it right here: if done right, no can defense. If if do right, he says, Daniel, no can you're defense. Brash. like was he just off off form a little bit or (laughs) tilted the wrong way or yes so he's always off form (laughs) (laughs) 
no, he, uh, yeah, I guess that's the only, that's like within the context of the movie, that's the only conclusion we can draw is that he just did it wrong in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. I also think like, you know, Johnny versus Chosen, like Johnny has never seen anything like that, whereas Chosen probably sees that all the time, you know. And But that would imply that he defended against it through experience, not that Daniel did it wrong. Or he would be like, mm, you don't quite have that right. <laughs> <laughs> and he just easily defended it. I guess. Defended it, yeah. But I love that. I love that we get this, like, super move in this movie. You know, like, uh, just, uh, like, the infinite power. Like, imagine a karate kid, a, a karate move that there's no defense against. This is uh, my <laughs> ultimate form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I guess that's where I ask you, Matt, as the, mm-hmm. the expert in all martial arts, uh, is there such a thing as an ultimate move that nobody can defend against, nobody like a death touch or something? Against. Yeah. What? Yeah, like nobody can defend against it. It's called a handgun. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like uh, a even even move. that's even that's not correct though, because if you're right next to somebody with a handgun, like uh, yeah. You get, you get right up against them and there's ways to disarm them. But yeah, so I think there's a defense for most things. <laughs> All right. I just love the idea that it's like, oh, well, he just pulled out his uh, Hadouken. And there's yeah. just no way I can defend against that one. <laughs> but um, so Daniel asks uh, Miyagi to teach him uh, and uh, Miyagi gently breaks it to him that he's not ready. <laughs> Uh, and he says, first learn stand, then learn fly. And uh, yeah. And then, then Miyagi says, uh, you know, Daniel's just, just like, oh, you know, like, oh, darn. I, I like that he's like, he's kind of like, oh, darn at this point. But he, and he's not like frustrated, like, why? I'm doing all this work for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Teach me the super move. <laughs> but uh, Miyagi says, nature rule. Daniel, son, not mine. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to uh, say, did he say nature or Nietzsche? Because Nietzsche has a quote that says, he who would learn to fly one day must first learn to stand and walk and run and climb and dance. One cannot fly into flying. Hmm. So, yeah. Could be either. <laughs> um. So we're then reminded how great a dad Miyagi had. And uh, just like a man's, like, <laughs> rubbing first card. Rubbing it in. Rubbing yeah. it in. <laughs> you know what's great? Dads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your dad taught you that too, huh? Oh, my dad. Dads are the best. But it's, again, it's this this thing we've been laughing about throughout this movie where Daniel's just constantly amazed all the different things that, Mr. Miyagi's dad taught him, and it was just basically like gardening and karate. And like, you know, when it was just gardening, it was fine. And then it was just like in karate. Oh, what? That too? <laughs> Whoa. And now it's like, what? The crane kick? Even that? <laughs> I, I, it's almost like it shouldn't even be a surprise at this point to, to Daniel that he taught him the, his father taught him the crane kick because he Dan- taught him karate. I mean, Daniel's dad sounds like crap why we don't know much about wait him. we don't know much about him he probably ran off who, on him. who are you thinking of 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming he ran off on no, him. his dad died. Did he die? Yeah. Oh. You find out. Well, he did r- run off on him by dying. <laughs> crap. Way to die. Way to die, Daniel's dad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they walk up the beach and uh, run into some trouble. So Because hanging out on Miyagi's truck are two racist jerks. Uh, the script calls them Yahoo number one and Yahoo number two. <laughs> Uh, before we get into them, I can think, just... think of <laughs> I can think of other words to call them. <laughs> oh yeah, just, not just Yahoo. Yeah. Uh, so, do, do you guys recognize either of these guys? No, kind of recognize the guy on the right, but I don't know where from. Yeah. Okay, well, the one on the left is is called Yahoo Number Two. He's the younger looking guy. Uh, he's played by Abbott Alexander, um, but for the movie, uh, he he used his he used the stage name David Abbott. Uh, and he didn't have many credits after this, but he looks like he, he works mo- mostly in uh, theater. Uh, Yahoo number one uh, is Larry Drake. Uh, Larry did mostly guest spots and TV shows after this until uh, he was cast as uh, mentally impaired office worker Benny Solwitz on L.A. Law, uh, which he stayed on for its entire run, uh, which was like kind of like seven years or something. Um, now... Uh, horror slash comic book fans might recognize him as the guy that played the bad guy uh, Durant in the Darkman movies. Um, and also uh, he was the titular Dr. Giggles in Dr. Giggles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I can't say I recognize him from any of those. But... Oh, really? you never seen Darkman? No, I have, but okay. I, was a, I was a child. Yeah. Um, his IMDb bio, uh, uh, says, uh, you know, basically he's often plays, uh, mentally challenged or mentally disturbed characters. He plays a lot of bad guys. Uh, he says, quotes, evil characters are usually more memorable to audiences because you don't see them every day. What you do see are people trying to get by and be socially acceptable and follow most rules. I mean, nobody slows down on the freeway when things are going well. They slow down when there's an accident to see if there's some blood. Nobody reports good stuff on the news. They report bad stuff. The bad news is more distinctive. It shocks us. Uh, so it sounds like is that he what got... people want to see? They want to see blood? I don't know. It sounds <laughs> like he got pigeonholed as a as a, a bad guy actor, and I was just trying to justify it to himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that you know it's a, a better role to play, a more more fun role to play when you're the bad guy. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But <laughs> uh, he did pass away in uh, 2016, so <laughs> he's no longer with us. Um. All right. So this scene, I gotta say, shocking. Like just yeah. this scene just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And what do you think? Does it? Yeah. There's not much, um, you know, there's not much mention of his nationality before this. Yeah. Is there any yeah. <laughs> really? No, not really. No. Especially not in a bad way. Right. Right. Well, does Chris uh, say anything? I don't think Chris does even. Does he? I I think that's I'm trying to like scan back in my memory. I think he's like the only one that or maybe he says something later that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's like it's just uh bringing making it a little too real. <laughs> right. For for the tone of the movie so far. Yeah. It's just like real life all of a sudden. Like we're just like doing this like 
student learning karate and, you know, trying to find uh, the man inside, you know, this deeper, uh, deeper metaphorical things going on. And all of a sudden it's just like two scumbags, you know, and yeah. just call and just like not even like there's like racist where it's just like you you're just biased against uh, somebody of race. But then there's like real gross racism, like yeah. uh, inexcusable, like not not even any any racism is really inexcusable, but like just outwardly, like easily, easily, like proudly, <laughs> proudly. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, I just that they, they treat Miyagi like an animal, like mm-hmm. like he's a pet that does tricks. Yeah. <laughs> um. They use the uh, NIP word, uh, which, you know, we, we discussed before that Pat did co-opt that into his stand-up routine. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if, like, nowadays if somebody would know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Without context, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Like a young person nowadays. I'm not sure yeah. if they know that word. But but still, it was bad at the time. It's probably still bad now. Just don't use it. <laughs> yeah, right. it's just so funny. It's like, you know, not funny, but like, it's so, um, crashing, like, uh, yeah. Stunning that like, we just kind of like step off into darkness for a moment here. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, it's probably, you know, it's probably good. They did because you you can't forget about this stuff. What eighties movie didn't step into darkness though. Like (laughs) I will ask you that right now, because I feel like this is not that out of place to me. Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel like, uh, yeah, like uh, anything from the 80s was always like always had like that just extra scariness or like realness to it that made it kind of. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh the God. Reagan era. Oh, the Reagan era. <laughs> it's so fun. too, because, you know, there's all these movies I have great uh, memories of that I would never show my kids until like at least they're teenagers, you know, uh, because they do. They have that that dark, dark element or something just a little too crass that they shouldn't be. I think my kids should be exposed to this early in life. Um, I remember being terrified by the most benign movies as yeah. a child. Like, <laughs> you know, like the, uh, <laughs> okay, this is off topic. Is it okay if I go off topic a little bit? Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. You know, the movie, um, uh, that Sesame street movie, follow that bird. Where big oh, bird uh, gets lost. Daniel follows that bird. And then he he turns blue and he's trapped in a cage. That yes. scared me as a child. I was like, what's happening to Big Bird? Why is he blue? Ah! Isn't it like he's so sad he turns blue? It was so Something scary. Like that. <laughs> and that's really, when I think back on it, so benign. But yeah. it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's not supposed to happen. Like, I mean, the whole premise of Big Bird being off Sesame Street and wandering into, like, the real world is pretty scary. Scary! So scary! <laughs> oh. Anyway, I just wanted to, like, let that off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what a hidden advertisement for Mel's Follow That Minute coming up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <five> minute. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I mean, how well that movie holds kids, up. <laughs> kids' movies scared me too, but it was more like stuff like Return to Oz with the headless people and stuff. <laughs> uh, the Neverending Story. That's uh, yes. Uh, you know some elaborate. Funny, story. I don't remember being terrified by Neverending Story though. I remember being terrified by Care Bears. 
<laughs> yeah, I was terrified by really benign things. Were you terrified by the California raisins when they got ter- uh, coated in chocolate and turned evil? Ooh. I, no, I don't think I ever watched the California raisins. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, back to this, back to the movie. Uh, like yes. my, my next question is kind of like, why are these guys just hanging out on a stranger's vid- uh, vehicle? Because they're like, drunk. It's just like parking right there. Just there's no surface. <laughs> well, I mean, look around. There's no other surface for their beer. That's true. But where? Did they <laughs> but come? didn't they come in their own vehicle? Yeah. Why don't you just stand around your vehicle? Maybe they yeah. couldn't. Well, the parking seems to be fine. They could have. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I'm assuming like they're like you know, uh, rednecky guys, and that maybe it was the classic truck in particular that that drew their eye, and oh, then yeah. they walked nice up truck. to check it out. Yeah, and then looked down and saw who it belonged to, and was like, "Why are they doing all that chop sake stuff down on the beach?" <laughs> and it's just, "Oh, I hate these guys! Like, what are they doing?" You know, um, they're just jealous. That's what it is. Yeah. So I'm just let's just hang out and harass them when they come up. You know, yeah. maybe they'll start a fight with me. And I can uh, steal the truck. Yeah, <laughs> but got another winning moment for Mr. Miyagi because. Even when he's being talked about like he's an animal, not even talked directly to, he still shows like patience in class mm. by saying, uh, uh, excuse, please, boy cold must leave, kindly removed, remove bottle. Like not even just like, could you please stop, you know, get out of my way. Yeah. Even just kindly remove bottle. Like not yeah. even just like move your bottles. Mm. And then uh, they make fun of the way but, he talks. But you know what? That's the only, like, really, like, it's the, it's kind of the best way to approach people like that is to, you know, kill them with kindness. Kill them with kindness, yeah. Yeah. Nothing pisses me off more than when somebody makes fun of somebody's accent. Oh. A, a, a monolingual lingual person making fun of somebody else's accent. Right. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> like, this person knows more than one language, you, you idiot like cut them uh, some slack they're they're smarter than you in that regard at least <laughs> I, yeah i the 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 kindry do it yourself yeah, yeah. Oh. it th- the fact is uh they did take out something from the script uh oh, was it before worse? this well when miyagi comes up and says you know excuse please boy cold blah 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 uh, the script actually has Miyagi bowing first. <laughs> Why? I just, no. <laughs> I'd like to imagine Pat Morita's like, all right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I hope that's, yeah. Like, that let's really good. enforce the stereotype here by having him bow. And yeah. just bowing is such like a, you know. It's like a submissive. deference kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this Yahoo number one uh, takes a drink. Sets it down on the fender and burps, and then Gross. and says, "Kindly do it yourself, Mister Moto." Um, it says here. Uh, uh, well, I'm not even sure what logo that is on his hat, but I guess uh, Larry, the actor Larry Drake, actually showed up. Well, I, in the rehearsal, I, I noticed when they were rehearsing this scene, which you could barely hear anything, um, but uh, Larry Drake is wearing a T-shirt that says Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So it's like, 
Yeah, I know it's a rehearsal. I'll just wear a t-shirt that says Texas. <laughs> I really know my character. <laughs> uh, and I looked up Mr. Moto. I read a little bit about him. Uh, you guys know about Mr. Moto? I have no, no idea what that means. No. Uh, he's a uh, fictional Japanese secret agent they created in the 1930s. Uh, an American author, John Marquand, made it for uh, stories in the Saturday Evening Post. Um, the, before that, they had an author named Earl Der Biggers, who, uh, yeah, <laughs> his middle name is Der, uh, oh. D-R-R, Earl Der Biggers. Uh, he created Charlie Chan. So I was going to say, yeah, I know Charlie Chan. After he died, they stopped doing Charlie Chan stories. So they're like, we got to have another like mystical Japanese, you know, agent or something. Um, And so they made up uh, Mr. Moto. Um, And the stories of Mr. Moto were so popular that they made several movies uh, of Mr. Moto with uh, Peter Lorre uh, in Yellowface. No! so I don't yeah, so so Yahoo number one makes this like, you know, typical speaking of yellow face, like yellow face expression, you know, like yeah. just making fun of the accent and and uh and I, I I love this one moment where Miyagi just kinda looks at him and then he looks at his friend and the, and the friend's even like leans in, he's like, What? Like 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 not saying it, but like making the physical action, like, what are you gonna do about it? You know? Yeah. And then it's just this pause, and then Miyagi just kiais to the tops of all the beer bottles. <laughs> <laughs> he hits them right, right in the feels. That's all they care about is their beer. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I mean, you could have called me names, but you took out our beers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink that now without cutting my mouth. Oh, man. Aw. <laughs> Uh, and this, yeah, this startles the yahoos. Uh, we see like a moment of them reacting before the minute ends. But um, I, I don't know if you know, you guys know, but the bottles are glued to the fender there. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> they said, Man, without- I can't wait to see how this ends. And are, yeah. and are they pre broken? Did somebody like yank them off with a, co- a, a string or something? I don't know. Uh, maybe I, they didn't say anything more than they had to. Uh, they had to uh, glue glue the bottles. You can't really chop the top of bottles off with the side of your hand. <laughs> yes, but they could have been like already broken and then glued. So yeah, yeah, yeah. stage bottles, you know, like they're yeah. really just kind of plastic. I'm assuming, like ones you'd smash over somebody's head and in a movie. Is it plastic or didn't they make bottles out of like sugar or something? yeah yeah that too yeah, yeah. i don't know it could be one, either of those i don't know no. i guess miyagi's not too concerned about uh puncturing a hole in his tire when he backs up sugar glass just reminds me of when i was a kid and bill nye the science guy had the recipe for stunt glass on his show and yeah. i tried it and i just got a brown sludge oh. <laughs> <laughs> you overcooked the sugar yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I, that's, that's all I have for this minute. You guys have anything? Nope. No. All right. You guys want to get a couple of brews? Want to go hang out in somebody's vehicle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's not be racist though. Not be racist. Just Draw hang the out. line there. Guys! <laughs> that's the thing to do. <laughs> I just broke your bottles. Oh, oh. <laughs> now we're going to get a drink. 
You got any of that brown sludge anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy. Dabby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mel, for joining us this week. No problem. Uh, appreciate you filling in. And you always add more to the conversation. Um, and well, glad uh, to be a service. Well, appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let everybody know. Send feedback to karatekidminute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Join Miyagi Do, Karate Dojo Facebook group. Uh, just search for Miyagi, uh, Miyagi, blah, 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 Karate Kid Minute. And uh, either of those places you'll find us. And uh, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe uh, wherever you find our podcast. And until next time. We make sacred pact. I promise teach karate to you. You promise learn. I say you do. No questions. (laughs) 